0: Get a, uh, Ali Mosley, a very good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Mido. Yeah, he's a confident young rider, isn't he? I listened to him after he won on Louvois in the first, and the intention wasn't to lead, but he said he just jumped well and gave him a good feel, so he went for it. And that's, um, you know, that's a lot for a young rider to, to be able to make those decisions, I guess, in running and, and, and go with them and be so confident with them, too. Um,
0: big day for Zach Burton, though, Ali.
1: Oh, it certainly was. He's shaking it off, isn't he? Um, I, I, I guess the decision will be made shortly. I think he said maybe he's given himself an April deadline of whether he'll stay on in Hong Kong or come back to Australia. And I, I probably always thought that when he came back to Australia, he might retire. Um, but it seems as though, particularly from his riding on the weekends, that there's no reason that he that he would. And I think it will. I think it'd be great to, to have him back. You know, bolster it a bit and. Not that the Sydney jockey ranks need bolstering by any means, but it'll certainly make us, I would argue, the best jockey ranks in the world.
0: What did you make of the performances of Artorius and Communist in winning those Group 1s on Sunday Alley?
1: Well, Artorius was like a completely different horse, and I saw him, you know, his racing pattern has always, always been against him with everything he's done, particularly with his campaign overseas. But it's obviously hardened him. He came back, and what I noticed Zach did, which I've not seen done on him before, was that he was really revving him up before the start. He was switching him on. We were standing at the um, 1300 metre start. and Zach came in and he was humming. I was standing at the barriers. I said to one of the barrier boys, I don't know that he's going to stop at that fence. He was absolutely motoring, but he was obviously just trying to get him switched on, keep him really focused, and that's exactly what he did. He rode rode the horse beautifully and uh, did a great job. So I think... Well, well overdue win for Artorias and Connections. He's, he's always had a horse with so much ability, but has always had it against him, just the way that he races. So big tick there. And then, of course, Communist for our other Freedmen. So it was a good day for the Freedmen as well, Michael. And he was really overlooked in the market. But <clears throat> I guess on his form coming into it, he was stacking it up with them. So just a fantastic ride from Zach. I think the ride certainly won the race there.
0: After the weekend, Ali, any closer on settling who you like in the Golden Slipper?
1: Yeah, it's tricky. I I mean, learning to far we're uh, obviously the one to beat now. I'm not sure if she's shortened any more for the Golden Slipper favoritism, but she she will be the one to beat. She, um, it was a hard run, though. That's probably my only query is that maybe, you know, you never know when they have these really hard runs coming into it, what, what it'll be like. But we've still got this weekend to come, and, of course, the horses from this weekend, will back up in the slipper. Well, normally we'll back up in the slipper because they'll get that valid exemption. So that'll kind of paint the picture further. But I was really impressed with Cylinder on the weekend. So I was glad. I had a tricky day tipping, but I'm glad that I went against Red Resistance with Cylinder because uh, he was super. And I think we saw a much improved racehorse in terms of his manners and the way that he presented on race day. I went and had a chat to his strapper We've had him through the last couple of times, and he said um, he's a lot more relaxed today. He's doing everything better at the races, so he's probably got a lot of upside too. Whereas, you know, learning to fly's been up a hard t- a while with a lot of hard runs. So that's maybe my query. So I'll, I'll move more towards the cylinder camp at this point.
0: What did you take out of the challenge stakes won by passive aggressive just from Eduardo with Giga Kick, a flashing light run in, in third? And we have a question on the text line here. What did Ali make of remark in the straight? Didn't like the way he had his head on the side going to the post. No name to that one, but what did you take out of it?
1: Yeah, I thought he was sort of resenting it and laying in a little bit, wasn't he? He was he was playing. I thought he would be the one to, to follow in that race just with the fitness and a lot of others resuming. And, and I thought something maybe wasn't even quite right. I'd be interested to see what, what happens if they'd got him home and, and had a look. But he, he just looked like he was maybe laying a little bit and resenting resenting maybe the contact or the, the whip. Or, I'm not quite sure what it was, but something wasn't 100% right, I don't think, with him. Certainly, though, I don't think Giga Kick will win. Uh, will win. I don't think Giga Kick will lose another race. This preparation, he produced an outstanding return to um, a race that was dominated by those on speed, as as much of the day was, as we saw a bit of a pattern playing out there at Randwick. But he settled off the pace and he scorched home when he finally saw clear air. He ran the best last 600 and 200 of the day. So he was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And, and I just would love for Clayton to to get another big win up here in the TJ because he's done such a wonderful job with that horse.
0: Yeah, he, he was great, wasn't he? Uh, what did, mm. what are you following out of the day other than giga kick, which I think we all going
1: to? <laughs> I think we all are. Well, actually, out of that same race, I'm going to follow the bopper. Um, he's a bit of an enigma, I think, the bopper. He's had, he had a really big rap on in early days. and He's just one of those horses that sometimes flies a little bit under the radar. He was well outside his grade weighting-wise, but he went an absolute slasher. He hit the the line really well after getting back on the inner, running the second-best last 600 and 200. I think he'll be really well-suited when he gets back to handicap racing. So we'll follow the bopper, and then I'll also follow Kerwin Blaine. I thought his effort deserved a better fate in the Canterbury Stakes. He covered ground but still managed to run home in the second-best last 600 of the race and was the third-best last 200. I just think he looks like he's in for a good prep.
0: Thanks so much, Ali. Have a good week. Chat Friday.
1: Thanks, guys. See ya.